This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I, um, I did not have a chance to smoke my pipe today, and I'm going to tell what? you why. Yep. I was in the doctor's office all afternoon today because apparently I have a tear in my retina. Isn't that awful? Which one? The left eye, and it, it, so that's why. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a, I'm assuming. Di, quit it. <laughs> quit, put, quit shaking both your hands at me, even though you just did one hand. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, yeah, it took took you know half a day, and uh, my ophthalmologist, who's a good friend of mine, sent me to this retina specialist. He was like, dude, you got this you know, crud all over your eyeball, you need to go to get it checked out. That's exactly what he said. Man. Uh, that's the actually the medical term for it, crud. And, uh, yeah, I went, went and got it checked out. It's just this uh, hole in my eyeball. So they're going to have to watch it. Well, there you go. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> I'll just assuage myself by uh, lighting up on some, uh, some fantastic pipe tobacco tonight, which will probably include uh, McClellan's Christmas cheer. Yeah, what'd you bring? Uh, yeah, I, I brought some Christmas cheer. This is actually from last year, 2014. Right. I... My tradition every year is to always uh, buy a can of Christmas cheer uh, that Christmas and then open it the next Christmas. Right, right. Okay, so so I have a I have an unopened can of 2014 at my house right now that this Christmas I will open and then enjoy. Uh, the funny thing is, though, I had a good friend that immediately opened his can of 2014, uh, Hinchos, who's one of our local listeners here, Hinchos Zhao. Uh, who's originally from Hong Kong, uh, by way of Jackson, Mississippi. There you go. Uh, but he was not crazy about uh, the 2014 Christmas cheer, even though he's uh, kind of let it age for a little while. So uh, Christmas cheer, as as any Ooh, you know, man. Uh, regular pipe smoker is going to know. Do you smell it? Yeah, Co- coming soon, out of there as soon as you open almost it. Almost immediately, it's got that signature McClellan smell. That's right. Uh, but man, yeah, it's just a real nice. Uh, flavorful blend. Got that signature Christmas cheer kind of chunky flake blend. I have to tear it apart pretty hard. Like, I, I really do have to rip it to shreds uh, to get it to light well and to stay lit. But, man, it tastes so good, and it was just a just a great, great, great gift. Henshaw's is a Virginia smoker, uh, and he loves Virginias, loves Virginia Periques, but for whatever reason, uh, this blend did not, did not take to him, So or he did not take to. So uh, he gifted this to me. And uh, I will destroy it in, in, in due course. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that great? When somebody gives you a consumable, your your best way to show that you appreciate it is to destroy is it. Is to destroy it. That's yeah, right. completely. And, and it, it's timely, actually, because I just finished my Christmas cheer 2013, uh, which was obviously from a couple of years ago. Yeah, so, it makes some sense. Um, yeah, so it's, it's good to have. 
Good man. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm surprised. This is actually a day where I smoke my pipe, but you didn't smoke yours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of that's kind of strange. It's bizarro world. Yeah. Right there. I saw you smoke your pipe. It was your it was your nice. Uh, it, you call it your fishing pipe, I think. No, but no, 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 no. I I had originally intended to to get that one as my fishing pipe. But yeah. It, it's no longer my fishing pipe. Okay. Uh, in fact, actually, I hadn't smoked it in a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I thought it had been a while since I'd seen you smoke it, but it's probably my favorite pipe that you own. It's kind of like um, other than the one I bought you for it. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But uh, it's. <laughs> It's got such a small bowl. I kind of consider it my test. Like I always intend to test new tobaccos in it because I'm just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to take too heavy advantage of y'all's sampling system. <laughs> you know, that's very kind. Well, it's not like Baskin Robbins where you just go in and be like, you know what? I need another spoon. I need of another that. spoon of that, yeah, even I'd... though I've had it like 18 times yeah, just since I've sure. been here in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I always try to uh, whenever I'm going in to sample some different tobaccos. I yeah. try to, I try to do a smaller bowl. Yeah. Uh, just to be considerate, but uh, but yeah, no, that one I actually I originally bought it for um, uh, painting, and then also it was transitioning to fishing. Okay, and then of course we have uh, the the beautiful fishing pipes. That, um, I, well, I had the the bulldog was my fishing. The bulldog pipe. that our friend reborn, Re- uh, reborn in, in Canada, re, he rebirthed. Re- rebirthed it. <laughs> we're, we're, we won't get any more descriptive than that, but right. <laughs> but uh, it yeah. came out great. And then the salmon slayer, the uh, the uh, corn cob that I'll be busting out pretty soon. I'll be up in Michigan the in about a month. Is it that time again? It's that time again. Golly, dude! For the third time in the life of the show. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I. It's funny. We. You know. We. We have the seasons where we talk about you going to Michigan and hanging out with Reborn and checking out some of the tobacconists up in that part of the world. Beardcore. Uh, I'd be- love to hang out with Reborn. Re- with, with, with Beardcore? Maybe Reborn will I'll meet you, you what, on the river. I mean, he's up in, in Canada, Michigan. but if he wants to come down to Michigan, I'd be all for that, Reborn. Well, I mean, he is part of, he, he is the part of Canada that's like far away. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> still welcome. Canada's just to. one nebulous thing that's all up there, and it's, it's all really close to Michigan. That's right. That's right. No. Uh, but no, man. So I, was, I was at the uh, Squire as I am every single monday yeah. uh, lately um uh, me and my business partner on uh, different projects yeah uh we've been meeting every single week uh to uh, put the final touches on something that i've been working on that i cannot wait to tell you guys about <laughs> and you've alluded to it some so i think people several are several times are, over people are getting really pretty interested yeah. well and if you follow me on twitter i think you probably know what i'm talking about yeah. but uh, if yeah. if you're not i think probably by next episode i get to tell you about it I think I that's hope a, it's exciting. I'm really excited about yeah. it. Uh, but anyway, that's that's more of a personal thing. I, I will say that um, we are having kind of a a launch party, uh, kind yeah. of a fun event uh, with uh, with close personal friends and and family as well to yep. uh, to kick it off. But um, will there be a, a pin the tail tail on the donkey? No, and, uh, pa- panda bears. Will no. there be panda bears? No, no, no. There will be a pinata. Really? No, but there probably should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be. Okay. No. We could. We could do that. I'm down with pinata. Yep. Uh, hey, look, a lot of stuff going on uh, around Man, the old area. It's a area. busy season. Yeah. You guys. In fact, when I when I walked into the shop, you were writing up letters. Tell me about these letters. Yeah. Man, it's really exciting. We. Uh, you know, as we've mentioned on the past couple of previous shows, um, this year is the Squires, the Country Squires' forty-fifth birthday, man, uh, which is just amazing. You know, and nowadays uh, when you open a, a, a tobacco sh- tobacco shop, uh, of course, you know a lot of pipe shops don't really uh, just just open up out of the blue because it's such a uh, craft uh, cottage industry, but right. if you open any kind of tobacco shop nowadays, you know your your average life expectancy is maybe you know five to eight years. I mean something like that. That's if you weather the first year, you know. So uh, it's just it's hard to hard to believe. But uh, our our shop has been here now. Uh, August will mark forty five years in the history of our shop. Uh, by far the oldest tobacconist in uh, Mississippi, one of the South's original. 
uh, remaining uh, actual legitimate pipe shops. Dang. Uh, and so, you know, just one of those places we've become kind of a resource for people uh, worldwide, countrywide. And uh, Man, it's just a time to celebrate. We're really, really excited about it. So, uh, yeah, I was addressing a lot of letters. we got several awesome events coming up over the next month. Um, actually, uh, next week, ne- not this coming Thursday, but the next Thursday, August, um, that's going to be the 6th, uh, we're having a scotch tasting at the shop. Oh, yes. I Some love good, when this happens. Yeah, so uh, we'll, ha- we'll have a, a celebratory scotch tasting, which will be fun, on the 6th. That'll be at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, on the 13th, our kind of coupe de grace <laughs> uh, it is, it, we're really excited about. We'll be uh, hosting uh, car- pipe uh, carver and manufacturer Pete Prevost at the shop. Uh, and Pete, uh, with Briarworks, obviously, is going to have uh, Briarworks, Neptune, and Icarus Pipes all at the shop uh, that day for sale. That's so right. uh, that's at 6 p.m. on the 13th. That's kind of our our, our big featured uh, one. And uh, obviously, you'll be able to, you know, interact with one of America's best-known uh, pipe carvers and, uh, and, and see some of his great work. So uh, we're fired up about that. The next week, on August 21st, if you're in the area or uh, could make like a day trip or something, our dear friend, Matthew Clark, uh, who is a uh, pipe smoker, artist, musician, uh, singer, songwriter, storyteller, uh, Matthew's just a great soul. He's one of those people that you connect with, and as soon as you meet him, you feel like you've known him for a really long time. But uh, he is actually going to do a uh, pipe shop concert with us on uh, on the 21st where he uh, d- rolls out some material from one of his latest albums. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, 6 o'clock, 6.30 p.m. on the Friday the 21st. Uh, so we hope you can make it to that. And then the next week on the 28th, we're just having a big blowout bash birthday party. And Man. so people are invited, come early, stay late. Stay later. Bring your own. <laughs> bring your own uh, libations. It's going to be a lot of fun. Man, so yeah, we're great. really really excited. Forty five years, and and we literally could not have made it without our faithful friends who um who are watching and listening now. So uh, yeah, we're very humbled and uh, very honored and 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 really excited about August. Well, I tell you what, let's post out the agenda and events and everything on the Facebook page and beyond. Because yeah. I got to tell you, if you yeah. are in the southeast, if you're in even just kind of the surrounding areas, not just. The fringes of Mississippi, but Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Florida. Yeah, we've got people all over least West the, Tennessee. It's the Panhandle, anyway. Yeah, but I mean, like, if, if you're in the area and you want to make like this, might be the time to make your pipe pilgrimage because yeah. it sounds yeah. like the 45th year is going to be. Well, and I know we've got some folks coming up from South Louisiana, uh, Memphis area, uh, a couple yeah. in Birmingham coming over, uh, and and so you know, it's it's just going to be it's going to be rowdy. I'm so excited. We <laughs> should. I wonder if we could do any kind of fun. Uh, maybe I'll give away a free mug for the person who travels the farthest golly man maybe i'll throw in a little something extra just that a might, mug well you know I, I'm <laughs> so, like, something i'm trying to think of like what what no, that, of, that's good what that's do good. i have say over giving yeah away? no that, no that's true yeah. that's true yeah. it's like man you got it you came all the way from hackensack new jersey like you know here's your coffee mug and you have to actually <laughs> like you have to have actually come to the part like to it for the party you can't yeah, be like you can't. yeah i, I was, was in town visiting like my grandmother's second cousin then. right right <laughs> or you know i was born in england but i'm here now no, right no, no, right no, no, right right count. right <laughs> that could be fun <laughs> love that man well hey any chance we get a chance to hang out with you guys it's going to be a good one and it's exciting yep. will definitely be fun for those of you in the local area but for those of you who are you know maybe traveling even further coming down to the new orleans pipe show we've mentioned it before but yep we want to do a big meetup. I've gotten a lot of Facebook messages from you guys, uh, but uh, you know, be sure if if you email me, uh, put you know meetup in the uh, in the subject line. It'll help me kind of gather all those together. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to have a list 
which is my distribution list so that once we we have everything together i'm going to kind of blast out and be like all right this is the location this is the time you know be there if you get lost I'm, i can't help you i mean I, I, <laughs> I could help you but at that point i probably shouldn't help you because <laughs> i will be uh, enjoying some of new orleans finest well i don't know yeah i mean it, it's going to be a lot of fun we're really excited about it and dude it's coming up uh the new orleans pipe show uh, who we're proud to sponsor is um man october 4th and or third and fourth third and fourth uh yeah which is amazing and bo and i are actually going to have the pleasure of going down there uh, a couple of days early, so we're excited. I to, can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. I, I'm going to get the the full uh, New Orleans treatment uh, from Bo and you, just kind of kind of see it the way it's supposed to be seen. Let me tell you something about this, sir. Because yeah. I mean, this is important. You know, yeah. I, I always say if you're going down to New Orleans, let me know. I'm going to like I'll send you yeah, yeah, yeah. a list, and and I do. And I've sent a lot of you guys actually listening. I've been to New Orleans. I've sent you my list. You've done the things, but nobody outside of my family has ever gotten the full-on Bo York New Orleans experience, like with me walking you through everything. Until now. Until now. You and Briar, <laughs> man. Like, we're, we're going to tear it up. It's going to be a lot of fun. And actually, I've thought about it. We might actually, after the meetup, might do a, like a small walking tour. I don't know that I want to commit to that because I might be really tired after that that day. But um, You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, as long as you can tote your hurricane with you, yeah, well, which, which in New Orleans is a thing. See, the way that I do it, that's the touristy <laughs> way, man. You gotta If you're going to do it the Bo York way, you got to do it the Bo York way. You, you like a hand grenade? Is that what you no. like? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Look, we uh, speaking of uh, things that you hold with your hands, Yeah. how about that for a transition? Dude, that was something. Uh, it is something. We have uh, an awesome topic today. We actually have kind of two topics today, which is interesting. Yeah, we're rolling a couple things in together. Uh, and actually, we Bo and I, uh, we've had a series where we've kind of talked about uh, you know, shapes of pipes and kind of the story behind them and the history right. behind them. And uh, Bo and I have kind of been talking about, uh, you know, uh, doing freehand pipes and and uh, kind of the nature behind them, how those developed and, uh, you know, what exactly is a freehand pipe. And uh, kind of wiggled in there, we also started exploring kind of cherry wood pipes and uh, and also pokers to some extent too. And uh, those pipes, you know, some sometimes those will overlap a little bit. Sometimes they're uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of in the same category, right. but but figure out ways to be different. And so, uh, anyway, we're we're going to talk about freehands, etc. Tonight, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> That'll work, man. So yeah. the freehand pipe. I mean, yeah, I hear that. Uh, that might not mean anything to me. I just think of uh, all right. So the idea is that I can smoke it without my hands. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> Show's over. Good night. Yeah, have a, have a good week. Yeah, that's, that, good that's it. Yeah, uh, no, a free a freehand pipe. It's interesting. Um, you know, and there's debate on okay, what exactly constitutes a freehand pipe? Does it have to be hand carved, or can it be a quote unquote freehand shape? You know, t- typically freehand pipes are pipes that don't follow a traditional shape pattern, and 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 so that that is, you know, when I get into this blocker briar, if I'm a carver, um, I am not looking to make a billiard or a bulldog or a brandy or something like that. I am looking to make a a pipe that is going to follow the grain of the briar. Okay, so I'm going to get into this dude and uh, and and follow the grain that is there. Um, now, so often, you know, freehands are associated with exposed plateau, which is kind of interesting. The plateau, of course, is the uh, the bark that is on the outside that we see of the briar. It's there, uh, kind of on the end, and so you know, with a freehand pipe, you you see a lot of that. But then you've got freehands too, where uh, maybe not all of the plateau is exposed or, you know, maybe just small portions of it. So um, freehand pipes, though, are typically going to follow the grain of a pipe and not be any 
uh, you know, particular shape or style that you might recognize. So, is it a requirement to follow the grain in order to be a freehand? Like, I, th- I think about. Uh, all right, so I guess the question is, yeah, is a freehand pipe specifically following the grain, or is it more of a catch-all if it doesn't fit in other shape categories? You know, I think it's some of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- typically, you know, it it can be it can be a catch-all if it doesn't fit into shape category, but typically that means it's going to be hand carved and probably uh, includes some of the plateau left on the pipe. And part of the reason I ask is because you see some of these pipes where, um, you know, people get just extremely creative with the briar and almost yeah. almost treat them like you would expect a Meerschaum pipe where it's all very, you know... I, I think of one in particular, and it was a, a zipper pipe that somebody had, like, carved out, like, the zipper on either side and then, like, the zipper thing. Yeah, the little uh, hook thing. Yeah, and, like, the, and layered it so that it looked like it was being, you know, there was a double layer to it. It was briar. Wow. Uh, there was another one I remember seeing that was kind of... Uh, it looked like iguana skin, uh, and then actually had um, like spikes on it and everything else oh, wow. going up. So I mean, I think about some of these like really kind of out there right. styles that you can't. I and, mean, and is that necessarily a freehand? That's I, the question. You know, I, 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 we could go on and on about okay, you know, let's nitpick a specific definition sure. for freehand, and that's the thing. Like, um, you know, is a is a freehand? Does it, uh, you know, is it does it just mean a pipe that does not have a traditional style shape? Uh, and has been hand carved and follows the grain. Well, then at that point you have to say what grain are you following, sure. and what is a traditional style shape. There's a lot of shapes now that you know are in vogue that you know probably didn't exist before. And and, and what's interesting and what I brought some of tonight that we'll yeah. take out a, a take a look at momentarily. Um, you know you've got a lot of carvers now that are doing kind of mass production freehand pipes and they're how is that even possible and they're and they're great but you know uh, like like our friend eric nording here who, yeah uh, you know we uh, love his pipes obviously and sell sell quite a few of them uh but but nording has a system where you know all of his pipes are hand finished yeah and so they're not they're not necessarily hand carved these are not pipes that like you know uh, each particular piece of this pipe was uh was hand carved but what they do is they rough these shapes out on a lathe and then sand them and shape them in the final touches to make uh, to make unique pipes that were not completely handmade. Does yeah, that make sense? It so, does, and that's the thing. Like a Nording pipe, I mean, to me, I, I don't even have that good of an eye, man, but I yeah. can pick out a Nording pipe from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. They, they're very, they always have that signature look. To yeah, them. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that's that the signature, thing. signature, but like, a, like also, cost, like... Every uh, one of them's different. Exactly. But they all are really really similar. Yeah. And, and and that's exactly what he's going for. He was looking for a way to take uh you know a, a kind of mass produced pipes but um you know make them all really interesting, all very unique and, and not just unique from the grain standpoint, unique from the style standpoint, which is great. So, you know, like I said, a lot of these pipes, you know, they're going to well all of them are going to be uh, you know, turned. He he does, of course, have pipes that he does completely hand carved. Oh yeah, but, of course. You know, a lot of these pipes are going to be roughed out. Uh, you know, in a in a specific shape, and then he's going to do the final final touches with uh with different things. And so on on this one, you got a uh, number two orange grain pipe, beautiful beautiful pipe, and it's got a lot of straight grain on it. Uh, with the half of the exposed plateau on the top. Uh, and, and, you know, that's just kind of a, a typical Nording, uh, style there. So let's take a look at that. Yeah. Gorgeous pipe. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing too, you'll notice on a lot of freehand pipes, uh, the, the end of the shank where the, you know, stem plugs into it, typically on a freehand pipe, that is not 
a um, you know a flush fit. It's more of a military style bit or one of these deals where you just plug it straight into the briar right. like this. Um, you know, and that that's just kind of a typical of a freehand. And a lot of times, Bo, on a freehand pipe, that end of the shank there will actually uh, have plateau on it as well. I know a friend of the show and and of the Country Squire. Petter Jeppesen, who does the Neurop pipes, uh, man, he, some of his high-end stuff, he loves taking uh, the plateau and leaving it not only on the rim of the, the, the bowl, but also on the end of the shank. So it's just really beautiful how you can see uh, see it transition. Also, you'll see these fan-related freehands yeah, that yeah. have, you know, basically are, are completely connected from the bowl all the way uh, to the end of the shank, and it's almost just like a just like a swath, like you think of like a color palette that just opens up uh, and and real pretty. But um, yeah, th- this is another uh, Nording uh, freehand. This is a grade three uh, black grain, and uh, just really interesting. Like you've seen probably shapes like this really similar before. Here's a uh, you know one that's actually pretty similar uh, Nording. This is a moss, I think Nording moss. And you know what he does, he just kind of takes out general rough shapes and then just kind of makes them unique you know he puts different uh different uh you know chips on the briar here and there he'll kind of carve around different areas that you know he thinks are are interesting and then go go from there but uh rusticate different areas leave other areas exposed um they're really beautiful so so freehand is kind of a nebulous um a a nebulous you know uh, definition i mean you know if you were going to say uh you know any pipe that doesn't follow a uh preset pattern as a freehand i don't know like i you might be able to say that but um freehands to me whenever i think of one i'm always thinking of lots of beautiful grain particularly straight grain um you know and flame grain exposed plateau um you know it very free form free flowing um it's just a freehand. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. It's just a freehand, and t- and typically you'll have a military style or uh, not really a military style, just kind of a plug-in style stem where your 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 tenon there is plugging straight into the shank of the pipe, which so. is great. You know, because you know, the, I think probably the the newer pipe smoker um, or even someone who's uh, eternally the newer pipe smoker right. would hear freehand and think freehand for the pipe smoker themselves, but it's really referring to the carver. It's it's referring to the carver yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah, man, I gotta tell you, Nording, I love Nording pipes. They, I, like, I just I'm fascinated. Yeah, by I, I I have heard multiple people that have been kind of in and around the pipe industry a long time say that Eric Nording's pipes are one of the best values in the pipe world. You know, he takes you know quality briar very much in the Danish tradition. Um, and is going to, you know, just make a beautiful pipe. Uh, he is able, because of his process, to produce quite a few of them, but he's got several tried-and-true finishes and, and styles that people really enjoy. Um, the great thing about his pipes are the stems are basically interchangeable, and so, you know, if you break your stem, oh, wow. uh, easy to get another one. Yeah, because all this stuff is standard right here. So, matter of fact, you can order, uh, you know, as a retailer, I can even order, like, bulk Nording stems. That's you know, just to nice. Have around. So, that is nice. Uh, really nice. You know, they make, uh, you know, e- even with these pipes, I've seen people regularly convert them into church warden pipes you know where they just take the take the standard stem out and throw a you know church warden stem in made by nording as well and uh just just keep rocking and rolling but a, a nording is just such a great value in the pipe world we uh we really do love them i got denmark right uh that's right all right i, I gotta tell you it, yep. it's on my bucket list to actually go and visit their headquarters at some point yeah, I, I i would love to go to denmark and and see eric and and his setup um one thing about nording to be aware of though you know as we continue to to discuss this is like you know 
most of his freehand-ish pipes are going to be really large bold. You know, yeah. I, I have not seen a pipe, frankly, that falls in uh, any of the categories that we have here tonight um, that that don't have really large bowls. Yeah. I mean, we always carry a lot of large bold Nordings at the shop. Now, he does have a few, if you uh, get into the Valhalla some, and uh, I'm trying to think, there's a few other uh, lines that he's got that have smaller bowls. But, um, you know, typically, if you're not a fan of a uh, big bowl pipe, that's going to kind of narrow your pickings from Nording down. Oh, sure, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, moving along, we've kind of, you know, we, we had talked about kind of the cherry wood and the, and the poker style as well. Cherry wood pipes are interesting. You'll a lot of times see cherry wood pipes, Bo, that mimic freehand pipes or are close to freehand pipes, but typically they sit. So if you think of a, if you think of this pipe right here, I'm holding a Nording, uh, Moss F that, uh, is kind of a red, reddish pipe. Uh, if, if you think of a pipe that would sit, that looks basically just like this, then you would you would have a, a, a cherry wood pipe. So, the, so cherry wood implies that it has kind of the stand built into the pipe, yeah, essentially. That, that, that's right. A lot of people confuse cherry woods with pokers because, uh, you know, a lot of folks, you know, just call a poker a pipe that has a flat bottom that sits, that kind of is a barrel-looking uh you know, um, a chamber bowl shape. Uh, and then the, you know, a poker, the shank actually comes straight out of the back, mm. not at the bottom of it, but up a little bit from the bottom of the, the base where the, where the pipe sits there. Uh, cherry woods tend to be a little more free flowing. They, a lot of times will kind of cant the bowl forward a little bit like this. Um, and then, you know, the, the stem of the pipe will actually go up some. So you see most, you know, most cherry woods are going to be kind of a bent, uh, bent shaped pipe, so you at least a little bent. So, I mean, does it have to be? I mean, I know it doesn't have to obviously be a, a cherry wood in order to be a freehand, but but is the implication that if it's a cherry wood, it's also a freehand? You know, I I would probably say no, but I think in a lot of situations, mm, kind of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, de- definitely no. I mean, definitely yeah. There, there are definitely plenty of cherry woods out there that aren't uh, aren't freehand pipes, but I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of freehands that that happen to be cherry woods yeah gotcha. and and you know cherry wood is funny because you think of okay well is it made of cherry wood and like people do make pipes out of cherry wood right we've talked about that yeah before. which is kind of fascinating so but but cherry wood is also a shape which i assume you know comes from uh heavy usage of that uh material that medium with that shape interesting and so i you know i guess that comes from that but yeah cherry wood refers not just to the wood that you can carve a pipe out of but also uh also the shape is that flat bottom Flat bottom pipes, you make the rockin' world go round. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Some of you won't get that reference. There it is. But hey, you know what? If you want to get references, you need to be well-read. Well, well-read well or, you know, well, uh, well-educated. Well-educated for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Where, gotta, where, where might some of our friends and listeners go if they want to become educated and uh, and help help? Country Squire Radio. Man, we would love for you to help out Country Squire Radio and educate yourself in the process. Head over to audibletrial.com slash CSR. You know, we have been talking about these guys since almost the get-go. We absolutely love Audible. They are a wonderful value. And hey, the great thing is, if you've never used Audible before, go to audibletrial.com slash CSR and get yourself a free audiobook. And even if you don't want to stick around with them, you can quit within that free 30-day trial. Keep your audiobook. We still get hooked up. Everybody wins. So check them out. It's a really, really great thing to do. AudibleTrial.com slash CSR. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week is, of course, brought to us by the New Orleans Pipe Show. We- Mentioned it at the top of the show. We are very much looking forward to it. We're going to be doing a meetup there. But hey, before we can meet up, you got to register. So go to nolapipeshow.com, N-O-L-A pipeshow.com today and register yourself. October the 3rd is when that's going down. And the Country Squire actually just got our table reserved today. Finally. And so, yeah, fine, which we're actually kind of ridiculously late to. But, I mean, it's not too late. It's not too late. But we, uh, yeah, as, as involved as we're going to be, we actually got our booth uh, reserved today. Yeah. So, uh, man, I'm just tickled. Country Squire uh, Radio is going to have a booth there. Uh, the Country Squire Tobacconist is going to have a booth there. Uh, the Magnolia Pipe Club, uh, which is our local pipe club here uh, for Mississippi, is going to have a booth, and uh, and also a couple of our local carvers. So, uh, man, we're really stoked. Good stuff. Yep. All right, this one is from uh, Joe Mooney, who says, Just listened to the Einstein episode. Great as always. Makes me want to try Pilgrim's Muse. Now, uh, makes me want to try Pilgrim's Muse now so I can contemplate the universe. LOL. Which I, I don't know what LOL means. You haven't figured that one out no, yet? I'm just kidding. Okay, I'll, we'll, I'll tell you about it later. Uh, or just the next uh, Honeydew Project. <laughs> but that aside, I did make me think and reflect and contemplate in regards to the pipe. What have been your most memorable experiences with your pipe at an Einstein internal level? Hmm. That's a, you know, last week we said, you know, if you want to send us personal questions. Yeah. Uh, Joe wasn't messing around. That's a good one. Yeah, that. That's actually that's actually pretty interesting. I would I would probably have to say, okay. So so he says uh, it made me think of reflection and contemplation in regards to the pipe. What have been your most memorable experiences with your pipe at an Einstein internal level? Right. Okay. So think again of an internal level. Wow, I feel like we're about to like. It's like pipe culture on, ref- on, on reflection. Yeah, I feel like I'm about to start like I don't know fresh air or something, which is a compliment. Uh, but yeah, you know, I I read I smoke my pipe when I read, okay, and I I read quite a bit, um, you know, and and also I smoke my pipe at work. But you know, some of the most, you know, w- when you say an internal level, Joe, I, I think of you know 
kind of uh, maybe pensive, reflective type thing where maybe something inside me makes sense all of a sudden or, uh, you know, becomes clear. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably point to a couple of years ago uh, in 2013, actually, um, I had a really powerful experience, really powerful year uh, where, frankly, you know, I've opened up a lot uh, to our listeners and friends just about my own story as, as you have too, Bo. But, um, you know, frankly, the year 2013 was really special to me because um, I, for the first time in my life, kind of dealt head on with a lot of my own personal depression and anxiety and um, even some like self-hatred stuff that had kind of crept into my life a little bit over the years. Um, just one of those things that like it was a part of my story, really dark season of life. And, um, you know, uh, love it or hate it, it was, it was there. Why are you laughing? I'm being I serious. thought of uh, Andy Sandberg. <laughs> Somebody call up a barista because this just got dark. <laughs> Seriously, man. Sorry. Make it a double shot espresso. But yeah, you know, it was one of those seasons where things got, uh, you know, th- things were really deep for quite a while. And in 2013, uh, the, the curtain kind of parted, uh, the Holy Spirit got a hold of me and, uh, some things were kind of revealed that, uh, really, really brought home kind of my value and, uh, who I am, my real identity and the security in that and, 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 and some of those things. And it really just kind of set me free in a lot of ways. But anyway, I remember very, uh, very clearly, uh, reading a book written by Thomas Merton, uh, Thomas Merton was a Catholic monk that died in the 1960s, and I think I may or may not have uh, quoted him before on the show before. I can't exactly remember, but uh, Merton, uh, you know, very one of the great Christian thinkers of the 20th century, and um, you know, I, I was reading a book of his and had one of those moments where I did have to put the book down and kind of sip my pipe and 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 just stare. And and it was it was one of the first times that I think I realized just how much God loved me. Mm. And dude, isn't that awesome? I, I was able to experience that uh, both with Merton and you know, kind of with his help, but but also uh, kind of savoring it, caught up with the with the flavors of my pipe and and whatnot. So um, yeah, that was a good memory. That was a really good That's memory. Good and uh, yeah, 2013 was great. I, I smoked my pipe a lot in 2013. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'd probably put it right up there with maybe uh, maybe reading a little uh, reading a little Merton and getting some uh, getting some uh, I don't know some clarity on life stuff. I think for me, it's uh, the, the first thing that comes to mind was like earlier today. So I'm I'm trying to think a little bit back further than that. And I, I remember, um, I guess a year and a half ago. I yeah. mean, you know, I think we mentioned it before, but we both we've been part of kind of a, a men's prayer group and yeah. a Bible study, yeah, uh, which is how we met actually, yeah. And uh, I I just remember it was about a year and a half ago, and we were just sitting on the porch, and it was you, me, and like maybe two or three other guys. One of them had just shared with us that he was either about to get engaged. I think I think he wasn't engaged yet. He was he was right. saying he was going to knock on the door. Yeah, and we were we were wrestling through the Book of John and talking about getting engaged, and it just all kind of played in together. And I just remember. We were all on your porch. We were all smoking pipes for the most part. And I just remember just feeling like this real, just connected, just group vibe that was going on. And yeah. I feel like we yeah. really, I don't know, there was just, uh, there's just something special about being able to sit down with a group of guys yeah. and kind of talk about something important. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's, you know, we, we smoke our pipes. We talk about, I mean, obviously, you know, today while I was at the shop, I was talking about like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, you know, my frustrations with Ant-Man. So we talk about things that are fun. Well, right. But it's something, there is something about sitting down with a group of people and talking about things that matter. 
and yeah. things of, of, of substance and, and, and they're important. And just, you know, those things, marriage and the gospel and, and, you know, faith and, and, you know, I, I think I can't even remember what the specific conversation was, but I do remember just, uh, just hitting that moment and just thinking like, man, this is, this is some good synergy this, this going is, on. This is exactly <laughs> what, what is supposed to be happening right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. It's a good feeling. And when you get to experience that with your pipe, uh, it, for me, anytime I have a special moment and I happen to be smoking my pipe at the same time, it kind of, it kind of accentuates it, or maybe kind of uh, makes the makes the experience more uh, more colorful. I, I don't know the the sen- the senses of it come out more. You know, the the colors become brighter, the smells become richer, the the tastes become uh, deeper. I, I don't know all those things. Uh, your your pipe is. Uh, it's 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 a powerful object. I mean, we've talked about it before as almost being like a totem for you to be able to focus on. Yeah. When you when you've got yeah. when you've got to focus on one thing, it almost frees your mind to to think about all the other things. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Great question. What a Joe. great question. That yeah. Awesome. Feel feel it's kind of fun exercise to answer that question. We actually <laughs> I posted out on Facebook. I guess it was either earlier today or yesterday, but one way or the other, we got a whole new batch of pipe questions are rolling in. So yeah. uh, for those of you who sent those in today, we'll be getting to them in the future. Uh, but hey, if you've still got some, send them in, CSR at Pottestery.com. Quick fire with the Squire. Quick fire questions. This is fun, man. This comes from Tim Nyman. I thought these were pretty interesting. I'm so excited about this. Because yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think you know who these people are. I I, I shoot. All right, so this is uh, Star Wars characters, and there's a twist here okay. in that they are a combination. You're, you're basically choosing between Star Wars characters that the majority of people would know from the films, right. as well as characters from the expanded universe of Star Wars. Oh, that's what's going on here. Yeah, uh, okay. specifically the books and the novels. And okay, that sort of thing. okay. All right, fair Which enough. Which is where I'm, I'm curious, because you read, and so I wonder right. if maybe you, you know some of these. I don't, I don't know. All right. All right, Princess Leia or Mara Jade? Uh. Princess Leia, for very obvious reasons. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Princess, you, you got to go Princess Leia. She's she's a classic. Do you now? The question is, do you know who Mara Jade is? I, I don't. That's okay. a fair question, and and I do not. Suffice to say, she uh, she was Luke's wife in the uh, in the novel series. However, okay. in the new movies, I think they probably all that kind of goes out the door. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true okay. of most of this. Pr- Princess Leia. All right, next one: Prince Shizor or Jabba the Hutt? Jabba the Hutt. I don't know who Prince Shizor is. I Jabba the Hutt so. smokes a pipe. Well, a hookah. It's a water pipe. Yeah. Uh, it, we're going to assume it's Ooh, got some uh, Cornell and Deal, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. after hours in it or something. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Man, Job is so disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess Job of the Hut for the for classic reasons, of course. Uh, Prince Shizor. Okay. Was uh, a uh, he he was kind of the the criminal leader of the criminal syndicate on Coruscant. Okay. In many uh, circles, might be considered one of the most powerful people up there with the Emperor. Uh, whereas the emperor was the most powerful okay. in the kind of established government, yeah. uh, Prince Shizor would be the most powerful in the uh, underworld. However, he was working in conjunction with Prince uh, or with the emperor as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I, I that that you know, if I knew more about uh, Prince Shizor or whatever his name is, I, I I could see myself going with him. Fair enough, fair enough. Grand, but Moff- I like the fat man, the li- the lizard smoke, <laughs> the, the lizard pipe smoking fat man. You got to go with the fat man. That'll come up here in a second. <laughs> Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin or Grand Admiral Thrawn? I, you know, I, 
again, I just going with what I know, I got to go with Tarkin. You know, Thrawn uh, for many was kind of seen as uh, you know the, the the trilogy of books that came out right after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, uh, is known as the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, yeah, and kind of established Thrawn as kind of the new big bad of uh, of the Star Wars universe. Okay. in that time period. Okay, blue skinned alien with red eyes. Uh, notable for being an alien who had advanced so high in the Empire, which was almost unheard of okay. because of kind of the, you know, obvious, there's there's a lot of uh, lineage between uh, Hitler and the Nazis in the inspiration for what became the Empire for, for Lucas's Star Wars. Really? I didn't know that. And so it's kind of an interesting twist that this person who would kind of uh, secede the Emperor and Vader would end up being this yeah. um, this alien. But anyway, uh, got to go Tarkin as well, man. Tarkin, uh, you know, uh, Luke has Vader... Han has Boba Fett. Leia, some people would argue, had Jabba. Had Jabba. Because she killed Jabba and the whole, you know, thing. Right. But for me, Leia's uh, nemesis really will always be Tarkin. Because Tarkin. Tarkin yeah. blew up her planet, her Absolutely. own planet. They were more, you know, you think about, you know, who these characters are. You know, Luke was a Jedi. Uh, his father, Vader, of course, a fallen Jedi. Uh, uh, Han, a smuggler. Boba Fett, a bounty hunter, right. and then with Leia, she's a she's a diplomat and royalty and royalty. Tarkin, a diplomat, almost royalty in yeah. terms of you a, know, a, where a bureaucrat. He's, bureaucrat, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, so I, I got to give it to Tarkin. I, I, I like that. He's one of the kind of in my mind one of the kind of classic bad guys there. Yeah, uh, Wedge Antilles or Corin Horn. Okay, does Corin Horn fly an X wing? I have no idea who Corin Horn is. Okay, then I got to go with Wedge. You got to go with Wedge. Actually, you know, know what? what? I'm not going Wedge. Why? I'm not going Corin. Okay, I'm going Porkins. Por- porkins, I'm going porkins. <laughs> I, you know, there you is something. Go with the fat. Man. There is something you got it. You do have to go with the fat. There's something to be said about the guy that like, you know, takes one of the first hits on uh, the original Death Star. Right. I, I don't know. It, porkins going down, like, well, you could go a lot of directions. You could go a lot of directions. Yeah. Anyway, that was great. I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed being. That able was to, good. Uh, yeah, you and and, and you know, for my credit, I actually know who one of the people in all four of these are. <laughs> you know all the movie which is people. pretty great. Yeah, That's I good. know all the movie people. That's good. But I paid attention. It'll it'll that'll fly. <laughs> great uh, quick fire questions. If you'd like to send in some quick fire questions, CSR at Potisteri Your, Your thoughts, thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback this week. Man, we've got some good stuff here. Yeah, this is great. All right, on Facebook. You want to take that first one? Yeah, sure. Uh, This Facebook feedback comes from Joe Dialosa, and he says, I just started listening to you guys on iTunes. I'm a new pipe smoker and have learned a ton. Uh, Please keep it up. Oh, and I'm on... Let's see. Oh, and I'm on pipe weed of the Shire episode. I just ordered all of the Tolkien blends. You guys are awesome, uh, Joe. Thanks so much, man. We're glad. We appreciate you supporting the show and and also the pipe shop, the Country Squire, and and uh, getting some of our blends. And uh, man, we hope you enjoy them. This next one is cool. This is actually a German smoking song uh, that was sent in by Paul Shell. Wow. It says uh, my pipe when love grows cool, thy fire still warms me. When friends are fled, thy presence charms me. If thou art full, though pur- though purse be bare, I smoke and cast away all care. Ooh. That's good, man. Ooh, I like that a lot. It's a German smoking song that was sent in from Paul. Paul, I, good find. We need more smoking songs. I, you know, anytime we get poetry or anything like that, you know, we've, we've uh, yeah. featured poetry actually written from listeners before. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, feel free to send that in because that, that, like that that's a good way to get to the top of the listener feedback. We'll try, list, to, try to get more. I, mean, I might be able to uh, finagle our friend Matthew Clark, who's going to perform at the shop next month, to maybe write us a a, a pipe smoking song. That's good. Know. We'll think about that. I like yeah. that. Uh, right. Want me to get the next one? Yes, please. Uh, this next uh, review comes on iTunes, and it from it's from Atlas custom knives uh he says awesome guys i'm very new to the hobby of pipe smoking and came across this podcast while trying to learn about what i was getting into i decided to start at the beginning with the oldest episode and quickly grew to appreciate the thoughtful conversation and knowledge as a christian guy i really appreciate the ability they have to bring in their beliefs uh without it being overbearing uh that is our goal (laughs) every not well, yeah, that's real cool. Every interview inevitably winds up talking about C.S. Lewis. <laughs> I have a hard time listening to Christian radio, boy, me too, but this podcast feels like real people that make sense, if that makes sense. Overall, my new favorite podcast, and I find myself looking for excuses to drive town to Mississippi, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> hey. Man, that's great. Uh, Atlas Custom Knives, thank you, brother. We appreciate you you chiming in. Again, as always, uh, you know, we do like to point out uh, – you know, Bo and I we are just kind of ourselves on this show, and so our, ourselves do kind of just just come out uh, as it is. So we're going to talk about pipes, and we're going to talk about what we're interested in, and uh, that's part of it. Well, so, hey, and, and Atlas, if you can't come down to uh, Mississippi anytime soon, I'll be up in Michigan. That's true. Yeah, so, I, I'd be interested to know Atlas what uh what what part of Michigan you're from. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, yeah be in touch. Well, well I'll have more information on that because I'm thinking um I got I got to sync up with Beard Cork. We got to figure this out. Reborn tweeted in saying that cherry woods uh, look like they have that branch uh, coming out of a trunk. Yeah. And which is kind of the, you know, think of that flat base and everything like there. So. Yeah, I, I like that. He actually says it came from uh, them actually being a branch of the tree, which is kind of cool. So, so uh, awesome. yeah, that makes sense. And that that's that's a good call, Reborn, on that. Also, uh, you know, we our friend uh, Justin Bailey, who uh, JCB WVU03 on Twitter, he uh, mentioned, you know, for our... Uh, competition for the longest, the person that comes in from the farthest way away. Um, not only could we give them maybe a maybe a t-shirt or maybe a mug, uh, but but Bo, you could actually throw in the ashtray that you won for uh, scoring uh, so so wonderfully at our long smoke competition. You know the the seashell ashtray that looks like it came out of the Golden Girls now, flat. I know, and I've got you, it. You know, yeah, the 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 one that looks like it's it's really gaudy that like an old woman would have. Yeah. Did, did, did you win that? I did win y- that. You won that. You yeah. know, I was thinking that... <laughs> I, yeah, I was thinking... I think it's foul. Something... <laughs> here's, just, here's just a thought, and I'm not saying we should do this, but this is just a thought on okay. air, which is always dangerous. Right, it is. What if we did something kind of fun with that, okay. where we kind of sent it around... So like we we mailed it to different like like get some oh, sort of mail. Oh, so it chain. had like a story. Well, and, and then like people and could take photos of it. They could take photos of it. They could also write their name on it. So oh, when we get it idea. back, it would be like in the studio, and it would also have all of these Country Square Radio listeners and names like on its it. picture in front of like you know the Grand Canyon and Mount Rushmore. Oh wow! And you know the Eiffel Tower. Wow! <laughs> I'm just saying that's a cool idea. I mean, it's the filthiest ashtray you've ever seen in your life. Take the most. <laughs> Embarrassing like element of uh, of this studio, the the mo- the thing that represents my failure, and turn it into the most, <laughs> and turn and turn it into like something really beautiful. I like that idea. <laughs> Let, let's continue to toy think with about that. that. See where that goes. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's cool. That's right. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for all that wonderful listener feedback. We love you guys so much uh, for engaging with us during the show, before the show, 
at all times. We really love it. Yeah. I uh, want to encourage you to do a couple things. That is, I want you to head over to CountrySquireRadio.com. You've got all of our contact information there, including our uh, Twitter handles. You can follow me at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. And you can get us at the shop, too, at, at underscore CountrySquire. And, of course, uh, the shops are the show's Twitter handle is at Squire Radio. Love tweeting in and tweeting back and forth with you guys during the show. Even when you're making fun of us, that makes it all the better. We give them a lot of... Uh a lot of ammunition. Well, and the the beautiful thing, <laughs> the beautiful thing is Twitter allows you to engage while we do record this live, which we do record this live. You can actually listen in uh, Monday nights on that's the hour after hour show at seven thirty Central Time. That's five thirty p.m. Pacific, eight thirty Eastern. Uh, and yeah, I think that's about going to do it for those on the uh, that are looking in live right now. You actually see my dog Isley because we've got a webcam going. What do you have to say, Isley? She's very quiet. She's 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 podcast trained. She, she's she's podcast trained. That's right. Yeah. She was uh, doing some inappropriate things over there. Never mind. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch then. All right, man. Sounds like if uh, if there was no better time to sign off, then that's it. That was it. Let's go have a night. <laughs> See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.